podcast. I'm Kristen and I'm here with Paige and it's just gonna be the two of us today. So a little (laughs) while back (laughs) we posted to our stories asking what your ups and downs are with your hair loss or alopecia. In fact it said in regards to your hair loss what are some ups and downs you face? What are some of your pros and cons of everyday hair loss life? So we wanted to go over those and we also wanted to talk about our own ups and downs as well. So here got we it. go. Here we go. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to repeat myself a lot because throughout. Oh, God, right? Yeah. Because throughout... they all kind of like are similar but different. Like, right. Yeah. And I feel like good. over the years they've changed and some new ones have come up. But I feel like over the last two years we've definitely gone over pros and cons. But we wanted to focus more on what everybody else has said. Got some interesting responses, and we thought that was just really cool. So, starting it off, the first comment or response that we got was, Before I was bald, I had no control over my hairstyles because of spots. Never felt put together. So, I kind of see that as both a pro and con, because I feel like with acceptance, it's easier now to kind of do whatever you want to do. Change up your hair, wear wigs, hats, etc., rock your bald. So, I feel like that, they didn't say pro or con. So I feel like that might be both, but never felt put together. I completely understand that too. I mean, Mm -hmm. holy crap. You almost feel like you're missing a piece when you haven't accepted it yet, you know? Yeah. Or even some days you wake up and you're just like, I just want to put like my hair in like a high pony or something and have that like messy look going on. And all I can do is just put on a toque or or do nothing. I just had a dream last night about French braids. And holy shit, Friends braids were so cute and such a look. And I feel like I loved that when I was active, too. But if you did it when it was wet, pulled it out of your hair, like the way that your hair just was like curly. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've tried it in wigs. Like it just isn't the same effect. Like it looks fine, but like it's not the same effect as it is if you had your hair. And man, do I miss that shit. So that was definitely one of mine of like, that's kind of plays into part of not being put together because you can't do certain things. You know what I mean? When you don't have hair. So yeah, I thought that one was interesting. Another one was a pro. Oh no, they did both. Sorry. A pro where they said, don't need to wash or dry my hair. I completely agree. And then cons is people always think I have cancer. And we have heard that time and time again. So many times. In fact, like I've for sure been bullied for that. I don't know about you. I feel like that's like the number one thing people say. Because I feel like... Bald women, yes. I feel like bald men don't really get that question that often. Because male baldness is more... Male pattern baldness. Right. Yeah. Interesting. With the don't need to wash or dry your hair, though, I don't know about that. Because I still got to wash my wigs. And that is annoying. In fact, there's a reminder on my phone that just came up today that was like, wash your wig. And I'm like, no. Especially if it's synthetic. Like, human hair is much more easier for me. I'm like, okay, I could just wear this in the shower and wash it. But with synthetics, and you have to be so careful. It's just such a process. And I just did two the other day because I'm like, these just feel crunchy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that synthetic crunch 
Oh, man. It was like Nature Valley on my hair. <laughs> oh, man. But the process of washing, got to use the right shampoo, and then I had to put detangler in it, go through the whole wig, and ugh. Yeah. Ugh. That is the downfall. So I, that's why I like to not wear wigs as often as I am home. So I don't have to do that. Yeah, so you don't have to wash them. Yeah. With my suction ones, I like have a oh, whole yeah. process with them. So even though they are human hair and I could shove them on my head, it's that like waiting for the conditioner to set in there and then it's the yeah. leave-in conditioner and then it's the oil and then it's like combing through them and setting them on the stand. It's just like, it's how long right. <laughs> Yes, because normally with just your hair on your head, it takes seconds. Yeah. Even if you, when I had longer hair, it didn't take that long. With wigs, it's just such a process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody else said a big pro for me is the fact that in winter, I never have to sleep with wet hair anymore. I never thought about that. Mm. That cold, wet hair, terrible. Absolutely. Or like if you wash your hair and you're on your way out the door and you didn't have time to blow dry it and it's winter and it just freezes. It freezes. Worst thing ever. So I completely agree with that. I never, one. yeah, I never even thought about I that never one. Even, no, what no, what a different one to say? Because holy crap, I would have never thought. Yeah. Another one is second time around. It started by the neck, so it's easier to hide. But I'm not scared. That's actually true for me too. Is mine was mainly behind my head, but it's when the ones on the top of my head started happening where I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> That's not hideable. And even with, I didn't even think back then with like headbands, never thought about it. I honestly didn't even think about it. So I was just more worried about not being able to wear my hair. You know what I mean? You know, I I gotta, I gotta put this in here. Speaking of headband, wigs, my goodness. So when I would wear a wig, I would never put a headband because it would just never work. Then wigs. Holy shit, right? Different ball game. Different ball game. Yeah. Even Damon saw when I was trying it out. Yeah. We're talking about Ancilia, by the way. Yeah, we are. <laughs> if you don't know. When I tried it out when I was downstairs working out, he saw how different I was. I was almost more excited to work out because I had that up pony or up bun. And it was like swinging. Looked super yeah. cute and, mm-hmm. and super sporty with that huge band. <gasps> I love and it. And the comfort of that wig. I know. I know. It's absolutely exquisite. Yeah, right. I'll agree with you on that one. And that one seems very easier to wash than a normal one because it doesn't have a hairline or anything like that. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So that that one's pretty cool. That's good. Another person wrote in and said, pro, I save money and time. Con, body image and self-esteem need work. Girl, (laughs) every day, (laughs) holy crap, every single day, that is a thing. Yeah. I would say I would say the same thing Kristen just said though. Time and money. Woo! With yeah, wig, not so much for me. But with the body image, every person, especially women that we have had on, has said that. They've mm-hmm. literally said body dysmorphia is a thing when you have hair loss, you know? Well, because of the society plays such a big role in this that like everything you're shown is like you have to be perfect. You have to have the perfect hair, you have to have the perfect body, and it's just like, oh God, do you? Right. Could you just be you. Can you just live the way yeah. you look? Is that okay? When are we going to get to the point where everybody can just be who they are and nobody will care? You right. know what I mean? Like, it, ugh. 
I hope that day comes. But yes, I agree. I'm working on my body image and self-esteem too. Always am. Always have been. (laughs) You got this. Always have been working on that. So another person wrote in, said, deciding to not cover up, but get looks or, this is a con for them, get looks or cover up, but have to make it match my outfit. And then a pro is smooth legs all day, every day. Well, that's interesting about like having to match your outfit and everything. Because I never really thought about that. Because the more you think about it, some wigs just don't work for stuff. Yeah, you're right. Like that one I wore to that wedding. That's a fancy, like what? I could never wear that with sweats. I have a blowout with sweats. (laughs) Let me go. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought about it that way. That's so true. Like extra effort you have to put in. Because you just have... You think about the hair on your head, or at least when I had it, I didn't really think of it much. Like, it would either be in a pony, be in French braids, be down, and that's it. It was the same color, you know what yeah. I mean? But with wigs, I feel like that's that's harder to do. Like, if you have, like, blonde or something and you wear it's not going to work with blonde, you're like, oh, wait, actually, you do have to think about this. And I feel like everybody has their comfort wig if they do wear mm-hmm. wigs. There's that one wig that just brings you comfort where it feels the most you. And it's unfortunate when those have to go and you have to find a new one to replace it, but... Or wish.com discontinues your... Exactly. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's that one that just makes me feel the most myself. Yeah. The wedding wig I wore, it was beautiful, but I did not feel myself in it. The next day, we went out to brunch and I put my comfort wig on. (laughs) And I was so much better. I was like, yeah, okay, this is me. Like, I could be... I could be less worried. Like, I wasn't worried, but it just wasn't comfort. You know what I mean? So somebody else wrote in the unknowns of when or if I'm going to lose more hair. That's my number one, girl. That is my number one. I know who that is. I think she has Ariata. And I think she still has her long bio hair, too. Oh. Oh, That's even more of a worry, I think, when you have your bio hair still. That's my number one, though, is am I going to get universalis or totalis? I just talked to my one of my friends about that the other day, where I said, you know, that's in the back of my head. I can put on confidence as much as I want. I can post about it. I can wear wigs. But that every single day I wake up and I go, is this the day? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we've, yeah. met, we've met so many the day people. I start losing my eyebrows? That's what I look at most, is my eyebrows. Because I've noticed I have color on it right now, but... This part right in the beginning is looking much thinner than it ever has to me. That's why I color it in. And I'm like, is this it? You know what I also think? If I get sick, like if I get the flu, if I get something, will it progress? Will I lose more hair? I don't know. If something substantial in my life happens, traumatic, if there's a death in my family, is it going to change? Is my hair going to go away for good? I think about that stuff all the time, you know? And it, it is. It's so up and down. Because I, I know for me, I had no eyebrows and no eyelashes for years. And now they've come back. Since microblading, they've come back even more. And I'm like, what is that? doesn't make like, sense. How do you determine this? Right. I even have, like, hair on my knees. And I'm like, where what? is this coming from? I don't want hairy knees. Yeah. <laughs> Alopecia just said, here's some hairy knees. I hope you appreciate it. Have a nice day. Wait, so when did your eyelashes start growing in? Um, I had like only like half an eyelash, half of my eye had eyelashes, 10 years. And so it was just three years ago when they started like growing in on the sides. Yeah. Do they they fall out or are they just still the same? They're fine now. 
Like, I got a full set of eyelashes, and, yeah. like, they're translucent, so mm-hmm. I have to put mascara on if you want to see them. The same with the eyebrow hairs. They're very, very light. They're Like, like blonde. Blonde, yeah. And the newer weird. ones are very, like, like see-through. Super weird. Yeah. Like, you have it. naturally dark hair, or, like, kind of, like, medium naturally hair? Naturally dark hair. That doesn't make it's sense. Like, dark dark brown i'm showing the top of my head (laughs) i know it's always weird when we have these conversations and nobody can see what we're pointing at no exactly right um that's interesting though like translucent and basically blonde because yeah carly has that random strip of hair that's just white white like bright white so i'm so confused of how that that works because is it like your genetics or kind of doesn't know what's going on so they're just like throwing some weird colors at you i know right so weird yeah i know when i first lost my hair my grandma was telling me some stories about how like one woman's hair went white overnight and i was like are you exaggerating or was that true white hair crazy things yeah white hair is a thing in my family my family is very finnish my grandma's 100 percent finnish and for whatever reason her her mom her grandma all like by the age of 60 they can grow out their hair and it's just white like bright white it's really pretty but it's just in the genes so i think when i'm older i'm gonna have white patches and (laughs) do you ever think about that when you get older your hair loss your hair if you still have some hair left your hair is going to get gray or white so like you're going to be just white and patchy weirdos that have wigs that are like you know like like gray like do you do that or do you do the other way where you have like short year old hair and you just keep it like long and be like yes this is my long flowing yeah because i feel like there's a lot of people where they get to a certain age they get short haircuts and that's just the thing like they don't have long hair anymore i haven't seen many people that are over the age of like 70 that have long gray hair yeah that's rare i feel like i'm gonna keep it long as long as it do it yeah because it's like why not you know (laughs) We're but you can have our damn wig wall in the old folks' home. That's it. It's just it's just gonna be like gray tones and like maybe some blue in there. Oh god. Maybe a oh, purple god. one to feel funky. Somewhere. Exactly. You gotta feel funky. Like <laughs> well, back to what people were saying. Someone said, obviously this would be a con is identity crisis, grief, and depression. I feel like not many people that don't experience hair loss know that all those come with it. Especially mm-hmm. grief. People don't wrap their heads around why would you grieve having hair loss? And it's like, well, it's loss. It's literally loss of something. So I feel like a loss of anything, a loss of a limb, a loss of hair, a loss of whatever it is, a person in your life, it's all grief. Like, yeah. I don't feel like grief has really a certain definition. I think that's a big thing that people don't understand. So it is comparable in ways to losing a limb, but also not. You're not losing something that's functional, but right. you are losing a piece of yourself and I think I've talked about this before you know losing that piece that somebody else has that you see somebody else having is still a loss it still is going to cause you to have that grief inside to have that sadness something that you no longer have that others do right I totally agree and I feel like people don't realize that like they just think no. hair loss is hair loss and there's nothing else included with it but there is a plethora of things that come along with it And I wish people understood that more because I feel like the more people would understand that, the less people would assume, the less people would be rude about it. 
So yeah, that's it's a bummer that people don't get it. Somebody else said the pro has to do with my autism. I don't get overwhelmed sensory wise by my hair aggravating me. Well, that's very interesting. I never would have thought about that. And then they said their con would be how it really wreaks havoc on my depression. And I avoid mirrors most days. I have been there. Um, been there. Yeah. I feel like everybody that we have had on has been there. So don't worry. You're not alone feeling that way. There's even the some days. The thing was huge. I would avoid myself looking in the mirror at all costs being bald. For Unless years. I had a wig on. Mm-mm. Years uh-huh. and years. And what's crazy, too, is I could not shower. I don't think I've ever said this. I could not shower without a wig on for a really long, even after I shaved oh my, my head. Oh, God, that's so interesting. Yeah. And I would take it off and, like, wash my head, but then put it back on because my mirror right out of my shower was right there. And I couldn't get out of the shower and see my hair. Plus, I'm seeing my body. It's like a bo- huge body dysmorphia. Where it was like, no, I can't deal Luckily, with this. I'm blind without glasses. I'm glasses <laughs> in the showers, so that I just see this blurry. Thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> just this blob. Yeah, we're good. Isn't that interesting, though? So interesting. Never said that before. And it's been years, and I don't know why, but that just popped in my head. I feel like I have like blackout memories of my hair loss, but yeah, that was one of them. Like, for whatever reason, I would always take a wig with me in there because I'm like, I can't walk out without one like Mm -hmm. i can't see it that'll send me on a spiral so i get it we all understand it trust me i know it might not be possible to understand this now in your journey but it does get so much easier to look at yourself in the mirror with a shaved head you just gotta give it time yeah give yourself time but also give yourself grace like you have to be where somebody else is just because we've progressed i mean it took me 20 years to get to this point and it took page 10 we're not saying this happens overnight, and right. still we feel like shit some days. And I feel like it's really important to say forever is I don't think there is going to be a day where I will be thankful for hair loss. That just seems odd to me because, like we said with one of our guests for 2023, which you won't hear yet, but we were saying how I would if I would have gotten a choice when I was 19 – would you have your hair or would you rather lose your hair? I guarantee you I would have said, I will keep my hair, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know many people that would say otherwise. Especially, and I'm saying this not knowing that you would get hair loss. I'm saying everybody that is listening right now, if you were given the choice before you knew you had hair loss, would you like to keep your hair or lose it? I feel like 90% of us would say, yeah. I'd like to keep my hair. That's an odd question, but you know what I mean? So I feel like I will never get to the point in my life where I'm thankful for it, but there's a difference between accepting it and not letting it ruin your life, not letting it control your life and stuff like that. doesn't mean I'm thankful for it though. That seems like a... Or grateful for the stuff that it has provided you. Right. Right. So that's not necessarily for the trauma. I'd rather do without the trauma (laughs) and all the worries and everything. But I would never think that I was thankful because of my hair loss. The things that have come from it, of course, like Mm -hmm. without a doubt. That would be saying, too, if somebody came to me when I was 19, I still wouldn't know what I would have gained. No, exactly. So that's why I say it in that context, because it's like, 
this is the question if you did not know that you had hair loss or would get hair loss. And that's why I say that. But anyways, moving on. The last response that we got was ups and downs with loving my bald head, but I absolutely love different hair whenever I want. And yes, that yes. that's definitely, we agree. We love our all of our different colored wigs. That is life. Yeah. Big wall. But yeah, so Kristen and I also wrote down some stuff, which I'm pretty sure we probably already went through, um, of ups and downs that we have personally. And I'm going to kick it over to Kristen to tell her yours. That didn't make sense. Tell you hers first. There we go. (laughs) These people, tell me mine. (laughs) So I think some of the ups, especially this year, are giving a crap. So, you know, going to those swimming lessons and being like, okay, there's only like 20 people in this class. It's fine. And then, you know, walking out there and there's hundreds and I'm like, okay, good. But still feeling like this is me. It's, you know, I'm not going to swim with a wig on. So, and then um, just being more comfortable with myself. So like being able to look in the mirror and be like, oh, you look cute without anything on my head. Like that was not a thing up until this year. Yeah. And I guess, um... Some of the cons is like that that pressure to to rock your bulb. So, you know, not being able to, like not feeling like you're enough, doing enough for alopecia awareness, Mm -hmm. even though it's like, okay, well, I talk about it all the time. I wear different colored wigs, but still in the back of my mind, I'm like, should I be pushing in myself further and be out there bald more and more? I don't know. I I had to come to that realization that, no, I don't think so. If I'm not doing it authentically, then it's not going to mean. I agree. I feel like that might be my number one, too, is feeling like I always have to talk about it, even though I don't. Like, it's such a weird double-edged sword because it's like, yes, my life is hair loss because every day I subconsciously think about it because I'm throwing on a wig or I, I see my patches in the mirror. But I feel like... I don't want to have the pressure or feel bad that I don't talk about it every day. Or, you know, like my personal account, I have posted way more about my life than my actual alopecia lately. And I wanted to do that. That was kind of my plan where I was like, this used to be like my personal life, my personal account. It turned into my hair loss account. So I'm trying to like change that. Trying to find that balance. Yeah. Because I feel like I don't want to feel pressured to post about my alopecia when I just don't feel like it. You know? I don't know. And I have to agree with you. I also have to agree with you with rocking your bald. That's got to be up there for me too. Because, you know, for years... I came, okay, so 10 years, I didn't tell anybody, then told people, and then for the last two years, I've been working on getting comfortable with my alopecia in a different life, in a different sense of the word. Before, it was me hiding, and now it's me open about my alopecia. So I think finding the balance of that and learning how to live now, knowing everyone knows I have alopecia, like going to the wedding. It was mostly Damon's family, right? And it was, they all know I have alopecia. And then, you know, his brother's wife knows. And I don't think her family knows. Like, that would be weird if her family knew. But wearing a wig and not giving a shit. I was under fluorescent light when we were sitting at the table to eat. I didn't have time to bleach the, the knot. So it was clear I was wearing a wig. But I didn't care. Like, I, I just didn't care. And I think that 
was a big freeing moment for me because leading up to it, I was like, oh my God, like you could see this lace a hundred percent. People are going to know. But then I was like, why the fuck do I care? (laughs) People already know. So it was funny too, because I remember stuff like that would worry me being face to face with someone that close. Obviously we're at a wedding. So we were close talking to everybody, catching up. And that normally would, like 10 years ago, would have terrified me. Because I'm like, they're looking at my lace the whole time. They know I'm wearing a wig. They're going to ask about my wig. I'm going to have to talk about my alopecia. And this time, I was like, well, if they bring it up, they bring it up. Like, I talk about it on a podcast now. Everybody knows. That was freeing for me. So that would be a huge pro for me is finally having the realization of saying, holy shit, or like realizing, holy shit, I don't care if people know I wear a wig anymore. And that's a big one for me because that is one of the things that kept me in a shell for years, 10 years, a decade. So that, that was really nice to experience on such a big level. Um, yeah, that's, that's a lot. Cause like weddings are stressful. Like it doesn't matter if it's your own wedding or somebody else's wedding. Especially if you know the parties involved, it's always like, Okay, right. like, how can I help at this wedding? And, you know, like, Damon was in the wedding, so it's just oh, like, okay, what is this? It was a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it was funny, too, like, um, <laughs> during the night, my wig was, I didn't tape it down or anything, because I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to deal with tape or glue. Yeah, I was like, absolutely not, I'm not dealing with this this time. But it had a strap in the back, so I just tightened it. But I think it was, like, midway through the wedding, it was slipping. Just a little, like, like that. <laughs> So it's just my little buzz cut popping out and very clear as day. You could see it because my hair is darker and my skin is very fair. And I remember Damon just kind of looking up at my wig and being like, hey, um, got a little something going on there. And I was like, oh, and I just, <laughs> just basically moved my hairline in the sea of people. And I didn't even care. I mean, Liquid Courage was there. Nice. That was nice to have on my side. But regardless, I feel like even if Liquid Courage wasn't there, I would have been like, oh, yeah, just let me go fix my wig really quick, you know? So I think that in itself, that is end goal for me. I don't care if I'm wearing my wigs for the rest of my life because now I can wear them confidently. Now I can wear them without hats, without head wraps to hide the lace. I think that is like the biggest end goal for me because now I can just do things. I can go to concerts. I can go to weddings. I'm, I feel safe there. I have a partner that makes me feel safe and that's all I wanted, you know? Exactly. And I think that's important to know is that I want to call it an alopecia bucket list, but it's for you. You don't have to be that person who says, I want to rock my bald. No, okay. you can be like, I want to wear my wigs confidently. What you are doing and you've now accomplished it. Check. Right. And I think what is interesting about that too is when I first came out about my alopecia, I did feel a lot of pressure of checking that list off for other people and not myself. Mm, like big. the most of the people that I became friends with right away were a hundred percent confident about their alopecia. And um, I kind of blame myself for that because I didn't seek out people that were at the same part of their journey as me. That's why I felt so pressured because everybody was way further ahead and I felt like I had to catch up and I had to get there and I was 
pushing myself way out of my comfort zone and not in a good way, in a very bad way, to get to where they were. Mm-hmm. And there was never a way that I could achieve that because they were years ahead of me and I was trying to do it in the span of like eight months. <laughs> so like that was a lot for me to go through because when I realized finally, like you're doing this for the group of people that you are with and hanging out with and talking to instead of yourself, I kind of had a mental breakdown because I was like, oh my God, so is my journey even authentic? Was I even doing it for myself? And that was a lot for me to go through because I was like, oh my God, was I really just peer pressured into being or doing something I wasn't ready to do? That was a lot. And, you know, I could never admit that. It took, look, it took me two years to finally admit it. And that was rough. So I think one of my biggest lessons learned, honestly, was putting myself first and not really letting anybody influence me more than myself. So like if I want to wear wigs, if I like wearing wigs and I'm, I don't want to go out with my patchy head yet, or maybe for many years yet, or maybe never, who the fuck knows, (laughs) then that's okay. And that doesn't make me any less of an alopecia because of it, you know? God, no, not at all. And I think it's the difference between being inspired by somebody and being pressured. 100%. Right? Because we're, like, all you were basically doing was switching the pressure from, you know, like, conforming to society to conforming to a different community of, like, in society, right? And, like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. And, like, I remember conversations. I will never name names because I'm just never that person. But, like, I remember conversations when I first came out about my alopecia with people that were confident, very confident with their alopecia, telling me to just do it. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Just go out and rock your head. You should just be fine with going out. And I remember sitting there being like, holy shit. In my head, of course, I was like, yeah, okay, I agree with everything you say at the time. But now thinking about it, I was like, wow. I cannot believe that I let people talk to me like that in my own community, which is why I quickly was like, okay, gotta go, gotta blast, (laughs) and left that group of friends. Well, just because there was so much competition in that group, and that was way too heavy for me to deal with when I first told people about my alopecia. So yeah, so put yourself first all the time. Put yourself first. Because you and only you are going to... It's like you to the end. If you don't have anybody else, you have yourself at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. put yourself first. That's all I got. That's, uh, yeah, 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 I think we're good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Our chick bit of the day. Yes. A snail can sleep for three years. Oh, man, can I take a nap like a snail? Can you imagine <laughs> how that would be? How resting you'd be. Oh, man, you'd probably, you'd probably look like you were... 15 again (laughs) with that kind of rust holy crap your skin would just be glowing and happy uh might be a little dry though you might need some (laughs) you might might see some lip balm and stuff but right all right guys if you want to get a hold of us email us at thoseballchicks at gmail.com or send us a message on instagram or facebook all of the links to everything you need is in our direct me which you will be able to find in this episode description Until next time, guys, ball pick out.